Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Greeting, traveler. So that brings us into the neutral territory with our first common neutral minion, which is Kindling Elemental. It's a one mana, one, two elemental minion with the battle cry. The next elemental you play costs one less. So um, the fact that it's the next elemental that you play and not this turn means that it carries over to the next turn. So you could play Kindling Elemental on one and a three mana elemental on two. That's pretty cool. Uh, elemental Mage and uh, Shaman aren't really meta. That's a, it's a pretty cool interaction. And the fact that it persists over into the next turn for something that is kind of predicated on you having played elementals the previous turn is also really nice. That's a really long-winded way of saying, I love this card, but it's a two. <laughs> what do you think, Hydra? I, I think I can agree with that, that too. I think that maybe there could be something really neat where you only need to run this to enable a combo like later on in a game where you play this is the only reason you're playing it is because you're trying to reduce an elemental that's too expensive down the road uh, because it does persist till you play that. So that's really neat. Once again, long-winded to call it a two. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give it a, I'll give it a three. Uh, when I saw it, the only thing you guys make some good points, but I guess the only thing I thought of was like this card at some point with the Electra Storm Surge. If people wanted to do some crazy face like lightning, like I don't know, like face damage with shaman spells. But yeah, I, I give it a three. Maybe someone will do something with it. Yeah, uh, I actually gave it a three as well. I think if elementals become a thing, this will be a staple because yeah. mana mana reduction is great. And so we've seen shaman, we've seen mage get like, you know, the their decks are off meta. Like there's some cool cards, but there wasn't enough support. And so, hey, maybe there's enough support now. I mean, a lot of it's like we're going to have to try it and see. And then if it's great, then, you know, if, if it's good, then good. And if it's not enough, then we'll revisit it later. But if those decks ever become meta, I love that this is not like it doesn't say this turn. It's just, right. like, you know, this is your. Um, uh, what's that one mana that we play in uh, odd Paladin? You know, it says like your next hero power costs zero. Tour guide. Tour guide. Oh, this, tour guide. This, yeah, is, yeah. this is tour guide for elementals, right? I mean different but same but different <laughs> so yeah i give it a three i like same it. same but different what? cool that brings us into the first of the watch posts this is far watch post Far watch post is a two mana two four minion that reads can't attack after your opponent draws a card it costs one more up to 10 so you know if they draw a 10 cost minion it doesn't make it cost 11 and make it completely unplayable, which is really nice for, you know, like the whole, like feels bad 
kind of a, a effect where someone like gets stuff that they can't draw or that, that they can't play at all period ever um i really like this is the first watch post that we're getting there will be more watch posts than, than just this one with uh, actually a payoff as well i really like how a uh, watch post will kind of push um a little bit more of a mid-range archetype particularly in standard obviously where the card pool is much more restricted but it could force that that uh, archetype and being stronger than for example aggro in um uh wild as well because you drop firewatch post on on two your opponent draws a you know a three mana card well they can't play it because now it costs four uh, yeah you know causing them to uh, play off curve is very strong. Um, I'm not sure if there will be quite enough of the watch post to m make it kind of a as consistent, particularly in wild. That said, it's disruption. It, it produces a, a high priority target for your opponent to trade into. I really like this card. I really like the, the whole watch post synergy. Um, and like kind of causing disruption in a way that you know you can't then attack with the minion uh, and forcing your opponent to trade into it so, or you know use shadow word pain those kinds of effects on it i'm not sure if i want to give it a two or a three i'm gonna go i have written down two i think i'm actually gonna go three with it just because i really think that that disruption is really strong and can push a lot of things kind of off into you know, playing off curve, and and that's a really strong effect. Uh, Hydra, what do you think? I'm also going to give this a three. I think that this is insanely annoying, and the fact that it says it can't attack, I don't think really matters <laughs> because they they have to attack into it. This is going to deal its damage anyway, unless they have a spell to kill it. Right? Like they're going to have to trade into this to get rid of it, so that they continue playing their game just for you to play another one. Right, so I think it's really annoying. I'm going to give this a three. There's also uh, to be noted if you could probably I don't know how good it is put this into a mill rogue so that um, they're trying to empty their hand, but they can't because they keep drawing these cards that cost too much. So th there there could be something like that. I'm not sure if if that it's really good application, but yeah, very annoying. Three for me. It'll see some play. There's only about uh, like I don't know five cards in this neutral thing that excite me. So a lot of my reason this will just be very short and sweet. This watch post, these these all these watch posts. I know they generate a lot of people everywhere. So mm -hmm. for me, this is the only one that I think gets my brain going. The fact that I play it turn three, their next card costs one more slows down whatever they were trying to do low effort on my side seems good enough i'll give it a three and yeah a lot of these neutrals are just hot garbage so i'll, I'll be chilling for a minute. Yeah, i'll be real quick yeah okay i give it a two i think that um you know it is like like hydra was saying it's going to be annoying to deal with right because you would draw your you would draw your card and like oh yeah that's what i'm going to use to kill this thing like a two mana two four is difficult to kill on three uh, you know, you're gonna have to attack into it twice or something. Like it's gonna, you're gonna get some value from this. I mean, late game it doesn't, maybe not as good, but if you play it on curve, it's gonna be really difficult to deal with. And uh, 
you know, I compare it to like what is it, uh, Nerubar Weblord? Yeah, yeah. Where where it's like okay, um, you know, they dropped this card, and then it's like, oh, I I need to kill this. Oh, I can't play my card to kill it, and it's annoying. Like you know, meanwhile you can be killing them while they're having to deal with this, and so this is one of those that you get punished really hard for like leaving there. I struggle a little bit with like, Hey, where do we play this? Like, do I play it in even shaman? Do I play it in token druid to, for like the disruption? Maybe or where I don't Where do I play it? I don't know. Uh, I like the reveal video <laughs> that these are in from the amazing LP. Right. I think that's, that's that the name of the person or the name of the group that put it together. I think so. I actually haven't seen, Oh, that particular video, oh, but dude. I love all of their videos, so I need to I need to watch that. I, one. I'll link it to you. It's so good. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I give it a two. I, I just struggle with where to use it, but the card itself, the utility, it seems great. Yeah, it seems great. Mm-hmm. That brings us to Lush Water Mercenary. <laughs> it's like like mercenary, but M U R C because it's a Murloc. Huh? It. So it's a two mana three two Murloc with a battle cry. If you control a Murloc, gain plus one, plus one. So uh, if you're playing a Bushwater Mercenary <laughs> on two with no other Murloc, then it's a 3-2, and it's Murloc, and that's solid. But if you're playing it on two with another Murloc already on the board, then it's a two-mana 4-3 with the Murloc synergy, with all of that. I love lush water mercenary um and i'm going to continue calling it mercenary not mercenary <laughs> i'm going with four for this one i think that this is one of those kind of like glue cards that makes um a, a murloc anything um just like it gives it that that consistency it gives it that that synergy that really pushes it above the only thing that you're not going to play this in, of course, is like an anything can happen because of obvious reasons. You, you're not going to want to bring this back. You're going to want to bring back a very specific select, you know, things. This is what we want to be playing, particularly in Murloc Shaman, though. Like mm-hmm. that—that's where the 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 four, you know, that that puts this into a meta deck. That's the meta deck that I'm going to be jamming this in all day, every day. What do you think about Lushwater Mercenary, uh, Hydra? I think my favorite thing about it is that that's a, a battle cry. It's not just like an aura effect. If there's another Murloc, you have this. Like, yeah, if you control control one at that point in time, you gain it. You're not going to lose the buff. It just stays there. So, two mana, four, three. You're most likely going to have something else on board. If not. It's fine the way it is. I don't see a downside to this card. If we're playing Murloc Shaman, we're playing this card, which makes it a meta-worthy card. Four stars. Let's go. Wow, nice. I give it... Oh, sorry. Uh, my turn. <laughs> Mike, go for it. Yeah, I gave Lushwater... I gave it a three. I think it's a solid card. Go ahead, Nate. Uh, yeah, I gave it a three as well. I mean, this goes in Murloc Shaman for sure. I mean, really, if you're playing the aggro version of Murloc Paladin, I suppose you could play it there as well. Um, not in, in like an anything variant, but like, yeah, it's a solid, solid card. I like it. I mean, we can move on, but yeah, I think it's good. Yeah. That brings us to another lush water card. Um, 
It says Lushwater Scout, which is a two mana, one three Murloc. That reads, after you summon a Murloc, give it plus one attack and rush. So I think the Lushwater Scout is particularly strong against, um, uh, of course, aggro, because you can just drop a whole bunch of different Murlocs, make them be able to trade up a little bit harder. The downside is you don't necessarily want to drop Lushwater Scout on two mm -hmm. um, and be kind of as aggressive. So it's more one of those cards that's fighting against other aggressive decks rather than pushing your own agenda. So for me, that that instead of making it a, a, a four like uh, Lushwater Mercenary was, uh, for me it's a three because I'm not sure if it'll be played in absolutely all of those Murloc decks. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think you, you probably are. Um, it's just not that kind of like glue that's you're definitely playing this period. So very solid card. Three for me. What do you think, Hydra? For me, it's quite defensively statted instead of aggressively statted. When I play Murlocs, I like to go face. Um, so I'm going to give this a two as fringe playable if we're deciding to be the ones who are trading. I like to make them trade. So two. Yeah, I, I'm giving this a two as well. Um, I like the idea, but I'll give it a two. Yeah, this feels like a mat is basically magic carpet for Murloc Shaman, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, I think that... I don't. I'm somewhere in between a two and a three. I've been wavering. I scored it a two on my sheet. Um, I like the ability. I don't know that I want to play it on curve. And, and like the list is starting to get really tight. Mm -hmm. And so you know, I don't know. I mean, I'll settle with it as a three. I think I like it. I, I've been kind of going back and forth, but it feels strong to me. I, I like the idea of it giving plus attack and rush. And it is, like I just said, it is defensively statted. And so, I I don't know. I like the idea of like, yeah, man, every time I play one of these Murlocs, if you don't deal with it right away, you're going to regret it. And so, you yeah, know, seems fine. Yeah, that brings us to Oasis Thrasher. Oasis Thrasher is a two mana, two, three beast with Frenzy. Deal three damage to the enemy hero. So I look at Oasis Thrasher and I wonder exactly where I want to play it. I think the only place that I see that I really want to play it is um, Hunter, which has those beast synergies that I want. And do I really want to play this in just regular Hunter? No. Do I want to play this in even Hunter? No, because I want to be, you know, like doing, um, you know, things with the uh, the... The one, two mana, two, three, that whenever you push my hero power, it pulls a, a secret out of my deck. Mm, yeah, That's much better, right? Um, this doesn't have rush to activate that, um, whatchamacallit, uh, that, that frenzy effect. So I'm not sure exactly, you know, you're, you're not guaranteed that value. I wish that I like this one a lot better, but I, I gotta go one on the Thrasher. What do you think, Hydra? I'm going to score it a two based solely on the fact that it is a better River Croc. And if River Croc is one, then this has to be a two. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. End of story. What do you think, yeah. Mike? Uh, I'll give this a two. I'm not going to resummon this in Warrior. <laughs> yeah, 
I give it a one. I just don't, I don't see myself playing this in anything. I mean, maybe super off meta, even Hunter, like, hey, hey, I mean, the damage goes face, but I don't see myself playing this in anything. It's, it's a, yeah, I don't know. River Croc is crying somewhere. So <laughs> get the power creep for sure. That brings us to Peon. Peon is a two mana, two, three minion with no tribe. But with Frenzy, add a random spell from your class to your hand. I really want to like Peon because uh, they, they work on the watchtowers and I really like the watchtowers. But it doesn't have any synergy with the watchtowers. We already hear Peon in the game. It's the one that says, job's done. Um, <laughs> whenever you're, you've played everything that you can. If I want... A, ran, a, a, a spell from my class, I'm going to put that spell into my deck, though. Like, I'm not going to try and get it from Peon's frenzied effect. I really want to like Peon, but that's going to be a one for me. What do you think, Hydra? It's got vanilla stats with a slight upside that goes off sometimes. I like to plan what I'm doing when I'm building a deck. This isn't planning for every, anything. It doesn't have a tag. So it's a one for me. Yeah, same here. Uh, definitely earned his name, Peon. <laughs> Great lore, bad card. I give it a one. Easy peasy. That brings us to Talented Arcanist. Talented Arcanist is a two mana one three with the battle cry. Your next spell this turn has spell damage plus two. I was looking for different ways that we can really capitalize on this card. The spell damage only goes off once. It's only it, it is spell damage plus two, so that's not inconsequential. But but what are we playing this in? Like OTK Demon Hunter? I guess. I I I got nothing. The talented arcanist is a one for me. What do you think, Hydra? Yeah, I don't know where this has a home. Maybe one day it'll have one, but for now, it's got a one. Mm, this card is junk, man. There's so many junk cards. <laughs> one. Yeah, I just don't think it's good in anything. I give it a one as well. It's pack filler. Pack filler. It's a, it's a neutral common. Makes sense. That should be a rating, pack filler. <laughs> pack filler, right, though? <laughs> <laughs> That brings us to Toad of the Wilds. Toad of the Wilds is a 2-mana two 2-3 two, beast with Taunt and Battle Cry. If you're holding a nature spell, gain plus 2 health. So if you happen to be holding a nature spell, it's a 2-mana two 2-4 two, with Taunt. I'm just not sure exactly what archetype is. Let's say that always goes off. I'm not sure what archetype that that really kind of advances. Like Beast Druid, I guess, maybe? I don't know. For me, it's a one. What do you think, Hydra? Uh, I'm not going to waste too much time on this. One. Yeah. One. Yeah, this card is absolute garbage. I think that it is probably, like, it's called Toad of the Wilds. Like, this is, like, our new mascot. I love it. This has got a... It should be. 
Like when we had Mr. Bigglesworth like on the show artwork for, you know, several months, like this is the new Mr. Bigglesworth for this set for me. Like it's, it's the toad of the wild. Like I, I'm going to start hiding this in, in the show artwork now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, it, this is like takes the cake for the cute card. I, I think it's the card itself is definitely a one, but I, I love the name and I think it's cute and, Y'all expect to see this from time to time. <laughs> Excellent. That brings us to Baron's Trapper. Baron's Trapper is a three mana two four. The text, your death rattle cards cost one less. So this effect is super strong. The downside is Baron's Trapper itself costs three mana. So you have to play three death rattle cards in order to get value off of it. I don't know if there's anything that Standard wants to do with uh, Death Rattle cards and Death Rattle synergies. Um, maybe if I'm trying to play Death Rattle Demon Hunter, which pulls specifically like costed Death Rattles out of my hand, then that's what I'm doing. But I mean, once Baron's Trapper dies, its effect goes away. So um, yeah, it's a, a one for me. I, I, I tried to look for ways to where it wasn't, but uh, it is. <laughs> what do you think, Hydra? If this was a persistent effect, I would say that it's amazing, but it's only while well, this is on board, and if you play this on curve, I'm sure it's going to be killed as soon as possible so that you can't continue to drop cheap death rattle cards the next turn. So I, I don't think it's... It looks like it could be efficient. I like mana cheating a little bit, but I don't want to play this card to be able to do so. It's a one. Yeah, for me, this card's a one. Just like most other cards that were two to three costs, we kind of shot down because they have low health, they can die. So this has four health. Just like most other cards that had three health, if they can die, this will die. This effect is great, but like the Death Rattle card I want to play is what? Mad Scientist, right? So mm -hmm. this comes a turn after. So I'm good. I don't see any plays with it, Nate, do you? Uh, no, they made very similar cards in Hunter way back when, and those weren't good enough for, uh, you know, a class that was pushing that death rattle archetype. And so I don't see this being good enough either. I just give it a one. Yeah. Cool. That brings us to Crossroads Gossiper. Crossroads Gossiper is a three mana four three minion that reads after a friendly secret is revealed gain plus two plus two. So one of the cool things about Secret Mage is that the best way to play around Secret Mage is by procking their secrets. This punishes people for procking their secrets. So they just kill this minion before they proc the other secrets and move on with their life. This has a lot of potential that is unfortunately promptly ruined by the I mean, I guess you could play it in Secret Paladin with a get down, but then they just play a spell instead and and kill it. So I I want to like Secret Go or Crossroad Go blah, blah, blah. Crossroads Gossiper. Um, maybe you play it in Secret Paladin in Standard, but in Wild, I think it's got to be a one. What do you think, Hydra? It, well, I can see people trying. To play it, yeah, I feel like Secret Mage is a super tight list already. Like sometimes, 
I struggle what cards I want to pull out to put something else in, and I can't see myself trying to make a case to put this in. If I was playing like on a budget and this is kind of all I had, then then I would I would put it in, but uh, it's not going to go into meta deck or super fringe in my opinion. So super cool effect. This thing could grow if you don't play around the secrets. You know what? You play this thing at like bronze ten with you got like a two star bonus star thing. This thing's going to get huge. Right, because no one's going to trade properly or proc your secrets properly. But if you're playing this in diamond and above, this thing's just going to die. Sorry, it's a one. Sorry, I muted myself. Uh, the idea of like a friendly secret being revealed and then this gets 2 2, I feel like is a hunter thing. So I gave it a one. <laughs> what do you think, Nate? Yeah, I gave it a one as well. I, I mean, I think if it, what it looks like is the last season we saw Secret Mage revived in standard this expansion we're seeing secret paladin revived in standard so this feels like standard secret filler but yeah. the wild decks are so refined that like you don't want this there's there's better cards to put and so i just give it a one like you'll play you could try it out in standard and see but like eh. i think what what hydra said is is a really good point in that it's uh for people maybe on more of a budget, particularly I, I think in standard um, because it has those secret synergies so that they can play there for like l those less tight lists. That's, that's a good thing that, that we, we have things for budget budget players to incorporate that has uh, synergies, but for meta stuff, not so much. So that brings us to death's head cultist. Death's head cultist is a, a three mana two, four, with Taunt and Death Rattle, restore four health to your hero. Uh, so it's odd. It's Death Rattle. It's Taunt. Heals your hero. But it doesn't really advance any archetype that we really have. Um, not going to waste too much time on it. Death's Head Cultist is Pack Filler, which is a one. <laughs> what do you think, Hydra? Pack Filler one. Mike? Pack filler number one. Yeah, it's uh, bad. <laughs> That's a one for me. Joke. <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> that brings us to Hog Rancher. Hog Rancher, on the other hand, is not pack filler. Hog Rancher is a three mana, three two. With Battle Cry, summon a two one hog with rush that hog is adorable <laughs> <laughs> look at that hog's cute little belly his little nose and uh, and, and in the gold one he's all like whoosh. it's adorable i i mean i i, I gotta go five for the art <laughs> of, of hog mm -hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna go two otherwise just just because i love the art so much we're never gonna see it played except for the art but well, piggy's adorable <laughs> what do you think hydra well i mean it's three mana five two in stats is pretty decent i suppose spread spread over two bodies but ah. Uh, sorry, I, I don't know where I'm going to play it. If I get this card off of something, though, I'm going to love every minute of it. 
and I want everybody to curse her over my beautiful hog. Mm-hmm. But yeah, two for cute. <laughs> Mike? One. Pass. Yeah, this is good if you discover it, you know? Like, it's okay, you know, it has an immediate impact, but I still give it a one. Like, I'm not going to purposefully put this in anything. I'm going to craft it in gold. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> I probably am, actually. <laughs> that brings us to Ratchet Privateer, which is a three mana, four three pirate, the battle cry. Give your weapon plus one attack. So Ratchet Privateer has is aggressively statted. It's a pirate. Um, buffs weapon. We don't play Naga Corsair, which is a, a four mana five four with with the same effect. So this is cheaper, still aggressively statted, you know, c- consistent with that. But we we don't play Naga Corsair, and I don't think that we're really going to play Ratchet Privateer. That said, if you're trying to play Kingsbane Rogue and are on a budget and you open Ratchet Privateer, I think you play it. So I'm, I'm going to give it give it a two uh, for fringe play for. Um, Budget Kingsbane Rogue and or a Pirate Rogue in general. Uh, what do you think, Hydra? I think you said that perfectly. That's something that I would put into my alternate accounts or if my kid was playing and he had this, throw this into the deck, buff that weapon. Two for fringe play. I'll give it a two as well. Fringe play. Uh, yeah, this is... Um, I, I give it two as well. Yeah, I don't know. Probably not good enough for Pirate Warrior or Odd Rogue, but... Like, in like in my kids' free to play version, it will be. <laughs> so right. like, it's a, it's a two, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Carry on. That brings us to Sunwell Initiate. Sunwell Initiate is a three mana, three four minion with frenzy. Gain divine shield. Um, with a lot of frenzy cards, if this had rush. It'd be solid. It doesn't have rush. The the um the frenzy effect isn't worth like running other things in order to make it happen. So uh that's gonna be a one for me. What do you think, Hydra? Potentially to be really annoying when I'm playing Tavern Brawl, but I don't really play Tavern Brawl. <laughs> so one. This is an arena card. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a one. Like, it's garbage. Go ahead, Nate. Uh, You know, this reminds me of Goody Two Shields a tiny bit. Uh, But, like, you could play it in Paladin because it's, like, pure or whatever. But in, like, this, I don't... I just give it a one. I'm not going to play this in anything. (laughs) That brings us to Venomous Scorpid. Venomous Scorpid is a three-mana, one-three beast with Poisonous. And battle cry, discover a spell. Uh, if Scorpid had taunt or anything like that, then it might possibly get up to a two. But like, it doesn't though. It, it's a one. Uh, it replaces itself. It's got poisonous, but it's way too expensive, and the 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 uh, bud on it is only three. Like one pack filler. What do you think, Hydra? I'm going to give it a two just because it says poisonous and, and you get to discover something like there's value in it and it can trade with something 
massive. I'm not going to be playing it in really anything except unless it was super fringe. But it's it's just a two because it is powerful. But it's garbage. <laughs> it's powerful garbage. I know it's powerful garbage. Like, look, it's poisonous. <laughs> you can discover a spell. It can trade with any minion. I'm not going to play it though. Yeah. That's just the way it is, Mike. Some things will never change. <laughs> oh, Mike, you're muted. I'm so smooth like that. I'll give it a two. It discovers a spell. It's got three health. It's going to die. But I do run, you know, we all run this, uh, you know, uh, listener series, custom deck building. So it has a slot there, but it's a two on the, on the ladder. Yeah, cool. I gave it a one. I mean, this is like we don't we already don't play plated beetle, right? <laughs> and so oh, yeah. you know, I mean it's the same thing. It's got poison, so okay, but I yeah, I don't see ever this ever seeing any play anywhere. Yeah, everything is good with animated broomstick. This is great with broom, but <laughs> that brings us to Dark Spear Berserker. Dark Spear Berserker is a four mana five seven. With Death Rattle, deal five damage to your hero. So Wild is not mid-range. I can see this maybe being played in standard if standard is going a uh, super duper mid-range, um, which it seems to be, but we got better stuff to do with our mana, cheating out an extra like one three in stats isn't good enough. So for us in Wild, that's gonna be a one for me. What do you think, Hydra? I'm going to up that to a two just because I, I I don't know why. It's just, it's got great stats and I don't really care if I'm taking five damage. Obviously we're putting this in something very aggressive and I don't care about my health total. So uh, I'm, I'm going to give it a two just based on stats alone. Probably not going to play it though. Like no, I gave it, a, I gave it a one pack filler. All right. All right. Just hear me out. Silence priest, okay? I'm just... <laughs> I give it a one. <laughs> uh, that brings us to Gruntled Patron. I can't wait to hear the the uh, different sound effects that Gruntled Patron has. <laughs> Everyone, get in here! <laughs> get here! Get in here! <laughs> Gruntled Patron is a 4-mana 3-3 with Frenzy. Summon another Gruntled Patron. So unlike Grim Patron, you can't just summon multiple dudes from the same one, but every subsequent Gruntled Patron can summon another Gruntled Patron. This will be fun. Everyone's going to have fun with it. I love the flavor of it. I can't wait to hear it. I'm going to get go with a two just because I of nostalgia for Grim Patron. Um, well, yeah, it's a two for me. What do you think, Hydra? Uh, if I'm going to stick with what I said on stats, I have to give this a one because it's understated. Yeah. One. At the risk of saying the S word, um, I'm, I plan on seeing this in a tweet from HS Top Decks for like one of the most non-played cards in standard. So this is a one. Yeah. Yeah. This is a one for me as well. Nice throwback. Bad card. Yep. Yep. That brings us to Injured Marauder. Injured Marauder is a 4-mana 5-10 with Taunt and Battlecry. 
deal six damage to this minion. So where we're going to see Injured Marauder the most is, of course, from uh, the the Mage Secret um, that I we talked about oh, earlier. And I'm drawing You're talking blank. about Nether Netherwind Portal? Netherwind Portal, yeah. Oh, gross. It's oh, going to be sick from Netherwind Portal. Oh, my gosh. Now, okay, hear me out. Quest Shaman, Corrupt the Waters, Hero Power, Injured Marauder. <laughs> kill, kill your own minion. Rank one legend. Let's go. Rank one for the rating I'm giving it. What do you think, Hydra? Oh, yeah, no, I don't I don't see where anyone's playing this. Maybe like back in the day when you would heal stuff up with priest. It's gotta be a one. Yeah, it's a pack filler. Give it a one. Alright, you guys. Alright, you guys. I'm giving this a four, okay? Whoa. Oaken summons. Oaken summons. Yeah. Uh, pulls this. So this this will go into your I mean, maybe four is too much. You know, maybe it's a three. Uh but like th- this is this is an Oaken summons uh for sure will uh pull from this so i think that's pretty strong it's if you compare this to the three nine right now it's um, definitely better than yeah but it's like okay you know what battle cry is is worse so the three nine gives them three one cost minions and sometimes they're good sometimes they're bad sometimes it pollutes the res pool or takes up space yeah. on the board or whatever like if you have to play this for the battle cry okay that sucks um but if I am able to pull this like out of Vargoth or something, like dude, uh, this is so it's it's very swingy. But yeah, I'll... I think where we're really playing the Zoltrak Ritualist and in, in that deck in particular, yes, obviously to get the the three nine from Oaken Summons, but you're also playing that to to dilute the Res Priest Res Pool and and get the you know like edge case of of uh winning an unfavorable matchup from one card which is just phenomenal um, yeah not 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 to disagree with, with with your three because i that's a totally valid point just just to kind of include that into the conversation yeah no no it makes sense makes sense all right that brings us to gold road grunt gold road grunt is a five mana three seven with taunt and frenzy Gain armor equal to the damage taken. So if I'm rogue, I've got 10 mana. I can drop gold road grunt and then play my new um, fireball on it for for two and gain six armor and leave behind a three one taunt. Never doing that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, this is a standard card. This is a probably a, a one in in wild I'm, I'm i'm going with the one what do you think hydra same i don't think we're seeing this uh seeing play one i give it a two a french play goofy warrior players beef it up it's top mini in your hand and then when you play it on the board gigantic top minion for five but it's garbage it's two <laughs> yeah i'll give it a two as well like I, I mean i don't like it but in that archetype like at at the end of the day it's a Three seven taunt is is a pretty big roadblock, and some frenzy gain armor. Like it'll it'll land in some kind of warrior deck, probably standard. But I don't think it's terrible. Well, I don't think it's great either. But yeah, 
Speaking of warrior, we've got Razor Mane Raider. I thought you were going to say, speaking of not great. (laughs) (laughs) Razor Mane Raider is a five mana, five, six minion, no tribe, with frenzy, attack a random enemy. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to give Razor Mane Raider a two because I can see this being one of the cards that we include in that frenzy warrior that, uh, we, we run Sourfang in, um, you know. Sourfang bringing this back, doing one damage AoE, and then it attacking a random enemy, which can also be the face if our opponent doesn't have any minions, or if the one damage AoE from AoE from Sourfang uh, kills off our opponent's board, that could be pretty cool. Um, I I don't think it's going to be like actively played. It's you know definitely a niche play in an archetype that we don't already have, but I. I can see a situation where we would include this in our deck. So instead of one, I'm going with two. What do you think, Hydra? I think it's a super, super cool card. Uh, I don't think it slots into a deck we're currently playing. But if I am going to be playing that deck with the, like around the Frenzy Synergy, I am going to be playing this card, which falls under Fringe for me as two. So. I don't see myself playing this in in Sarfang, but I do see myself playing this card. And if I set my situation up right, it's going to hit me for lethal. So I'm putting this at a three. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Curious? Yeah. You give it charge. You give it inner rage. Board's cleared. Go face. Hit it with this. Frenzy. Attacks again. Yeah. Yeah. Another one. Yeah, I like that it says uh, attack a random enemy, so it's not necessarily minion. You know, if you were able to control the board, yeah. it goes face. It's good. Yeah, I give it a two. I mean, it's fringe, but it's, there's some potential. Yes. We've convinced them to give a bad card a two. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That brings us into the rares with Hecklefang Hydra. Hecklefang Hydra is a two mana, two four beast minion. With Battlecry, deal three damage to your hero. Um, I mean, it's not great. Two mana, two four. If it had Rush or something that would actually have that that three damage to your hero will be worthwhile, then maybe. But I, I just don't see it. That is a one for me. What do you think, Hydra? Seems like a pack filler to me. I'm also going to go with the one. Yeah, pack filler. It's like a one-dimensional card. I'll yeah, one. yeah. This is like Omega Trash. Like, I mean, someone will put stick it in Dark Lair, but like, I don't think that it's good in Dark Lair. So I give it a one. That brings us to Horde Operative. Horde Operative is a three mana three four minion with Battle Cry. Copy your opponent's secrets and put them into play. Uh, a lot of people are really excited for uh, this with Counterplay and a Secret Mage. I personally, like, I understand where they're coming from because, you know, any sort of secret counterplay, but it doesn't eliminate those secrets. It just lets you know what they are. And yeah, you have them now, so you get them, but your opponent knows what those secrets are. You then know how to proc your opponent's secrets or play around them, which is nice. But I I don't know. To me, this is a two because I think we're going to see French play, especially with how many people are excited about it. But it's, it's not gonna stick around i don't think so for me port operative is a two what do you think hydra 
I'm going to give this a three being called playable based on what you said with um, people maybe thinking that it's playable, right? So if we see so much secret mage and people are like, yes, let's put this in, let's play it. Guess what? If people running this, maybe people don't like seeing this card and maybe they stop playing secret mage as much and maybe the meta changes. So I'm hoping that this is playable so that the meta maybe can get a bit of a, a shakeup. So three. Yeah, I put this out of one. You play this, copy your opponent's secrets. So, all right, you just activated uh, explosive runes. You're taking two damage. You didn't hit their face. Now they're drawing three cards. And here comes a whole bunch of fireballs to your face. Yo, you play this against me. When I play Sour Fang, you're going to get your biscuit pushed in. This is a one. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, this is like if I really wanted secret hate, I'd play Eater of Secrets because that's better. Like, cool. Yeah. Now your your opponent still has an ice block. You just have one also. Like, this is bad. <laughs> it's a one for me. That brings us to our next watch post, which is Morshawn watch post. Just say three mana, three five. That reads, can't attack. After your opponent plays a minion, summon a two two grunt. Uh, this is definitely a standard card. Um, you know, it, it has watch post synergy with the, the legendary we'll mention uh, later. This is not the watch post that we want to play. But, you know, if we're actively running that legendary, we may include one or more of these. I'm going to give it a two just because, like, people will probably play it in order to play that that legendary minion. But this is probably mostly a standard card. What do you think, Hydra? I'm going to give this a one. I don't see this going in a wild deck. This isn't the watch post that I want to play, or I think most people probably don't want to play this. So it's a one. I don't see it being put in a wild deck. Mike? Yeah, this is a, this is a one for me, too. Um, cost three. If it costs two, I would actually put it at a two, but it costs three, so it's a one. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't think it sees play in any wild existing deck. I just give it a one. That brings us to Burning Blade Acolyte. Burning Blade Acolyte is a five mana one one. But wait, there's say, more. say that again. <laughs> yeah, a five, five mana. mana one one. Next card with with <laughs> Death Rattle. Summon a five eight Demon Spawn with Taunt. Uh, so of course the Demon Spawn uh, is a demon, and of course it's a, a five eight and and has Taunt. Um, this is for death rattle demon hunter that that is where this goes um if you can discount your death rattle cards and you can actually pull it out with the uh, of your uh hand with the things that you know uh pull, pull things out with four but then you have to be running that card too I, if i'm playing that deck in standard maybe in wild nah um the for wild this is I'm gonna go one. Just, like the the taunt is really powerful, but the one one itself doesn't have taunt. The one one itself doesn't have like any way. Like like, like I guess you can ping it off or something, but not, not in, in wild. This is a one. What do you think, Hydra? I mean, I like that it's not conditional on like we've got that one skeleton one where it only goes off if your opponents kill it this like and it can die and it'll bring out the the big guy no matter what. But that being said, it's still not going to see play in my opinion. It's a one for the wild meta. I'm gonna stay consistent. It's a one. There's only a handful of cards that are neutral, 
that are worth it to me, this is not it. This is one. Yeah, I give it a one as well. I think you get punished for playing this. Like, it, you play this, someone's going to steal it with, like, pint-sized potion or, or whatever, or, like, Zephyrs or something, and, like, steal it and then run it into your opponent's mm-hmm. thing, like Schmoopy's saying in chat. Like, hey, and then I'm going to get your, sure. you know, my opponent plays this, I'm going to steal it, and then I'm going to have the 5-8 the taunt. Um, like, oh, yeah. don't play this card. This card is not good. <laughs> it's 5-mana 1-1. One, one. Don't do that. No, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, nah. That brings us to Tarahoe Brave, which is a six mana, four eight minion with Frenzy. Destroy a random enemy minion. So this is the minion that, that Mike was talking about uh, using with Sourfang. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this minion a two because it pl- gets played in exactly that deck. And I think that that deck will be really powerful in standard and we'll play around with it in the fringes. So hence the two in, in wild, um, it'll be fun. It'll be great. I will play that to death in standard, but not in wild. What do you think Hydra? That's where I'm Torin. <laughs> <laughs> That was great. <laughs> it has such a great frenzy effect. It really, really yes. does. It really does. But I, I don't see us playing it. Unfortunately, frenzy is a new thing. There's not a lot of frenzy cards. I have to do a two as well. I think it's more of a three in 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 a vacuum, almost a four in a vacuum, really. But it's it's a two. It's the wild meta. I, Sorry, two. That uh, the attempt at that pun was pretty brave. So for me, <laughs> I gotta put this card at a four. When I look at their rankings, it says played in meta decks. My next thing is how many people need to play a certain deck to make it meta, and then the next layer is how many legend players do I need to beat when I climb up into the top leaderboard for this to be meta. So I think that would qualify, and I'm putting this card and some other cards at a four. Go ahead, Nate. Cool. You know, if I'd, I'd give it a four if it had rush. Uh, I think yeah. that the frenzy or taunt. or taunt. Yeah, I think that the frenzy effect is super strong. Um, it. I, I like the stats. Like, I don't know. Like when my like when when I'm playing against Mike and he drops this, I'm gonna go. Oh, how do I kill this thing? Because it's it's huge, right? Um, but Gigantic. at the same time, I struggle to see myself playing it. Like it'll go in that deck a hundred percent. And I think there's you know there's some potential here. I the other thing that would really lift it up is if Frenzy did you know worked more than once. So yeah. depending on because it's a random, like you really have to be careful. You know, if you're playing against a board centric deck you know this is going to kill a one one accidentally um i don't know i mean it still seems really strong you know if you can if you can manipulate what's on the board well no sorry not to cut you off it won't kill a one one because when this activates if if it's on your side then you're doing a whirlwind effect you know what i'm saying yeah, no, no. I mean, you're right. I, what I mean is, if or like Sam playing against like even Shaman or something like, there's a whole board. It's gonna like I'm gonna get mad when it kills like this uh, zero two mm. minion. You know what I mean? Like 
it's gotcha, gotcha. Uh, it not the threat itself no yeah, yeah not yeah. the threat itself is is right. is like it, it it's the random effect but you know we've seen gotcha. a lot of cards that have random effects and if you're able to control the board like it's not really not that random so it's strong um yeah i i'll like i'll give it a two and i'd be like pleasantly surprised if you know mike or anyone else for that matter is able to make it work i mean i'm excited to see i'm excited, new, for it. I'm excited to see a new archetype and um i like the the card is super cool i think it's fun okay. so hear me out before we progress if it didn't say yeah. minion and it just said destroy a random enemy. <laughs> I'd give it a oh, five, man. dude. <laughs> That's funny. If it had potential to kill the opponent, like, oh my god. Right? <laughs> That'd be sick. Uh, that brings us to Crossroads Watch Post. This is the third watch post, and the the worst. Uh it's a four mana, four six minion that reads can't attack whenever your opponent casts a spell give your minions plus one plus one so it's a high priority minion for your opponent to deal with they can just not play spells and hit your face they can just trade into it they can just completely disregard it and hit your face like you see where i'm going with this it doesn't have taunt it like it has soft taunt, but not in a way that like has you actively incentivized to deal with it. Because if you're, if I'm your opponent, and you play this, I can just play a twisting nether, and doesn't matter how much your board gets buffed, it's gone. <laughs> it's just I I love the watch posts. I love the causing your opponent to, you know. <laughs> play clunkily around things but uh th th this ain't chief like at all that's a one for me what do you think hydra i'm gonna go with a one as well this doesn't have a home in wild sorry mike mine my reviews even shorter than hydra's it's a one yeah i basically would echo what sheep said i give it a one that brings us to south sea scoundrel Celsius Scoundrel is a four mana five five pirate minion with battle cry. Discover a card in your opponent's deck. They draw theirs as well. This is a little bit more interesting than, you know, kind of looking at it initially. Um, some places that I see this actually kind of uh, having some play is uh, actually things like Milrogue. Because you actively cause your opponent to draw something that you can then, you know, have things mill, but it costs four mana. It's a pirate, but it gives your opponent resources. It gives you one too, which is nice. I don't know. I, I really want to like Salcy Scoundrel, but I think at the end of the day, she's the one. What do you think, Hydra? I think it's going to see basically no play unless there's some sort of crazy fringe that you're doing. I don't like the idea of, like, sure, I want to get uh, Blood Reaver Gul'dan also, but wait a minute, I don't play any demons to resummon. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what we're looking for with this. So, I am I mean, it's statted well, <laughs> 
but it, yeah, it's it's a one for me. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, um, the only thing I want to give my opponent is front row seat to my restaurant, and we're serving hot L's. This card is garbage. I don't know why they keep putting crap abilities on epics. Like most neutrals, man. Like I'm thinking about this. This time of year, like when the set come out, like it's the set's not even that powerful. I'm scrolling to these neutrals, man. It's just like, what is going on? <laughs> nope. This one's a one. Pass. Go ahead, Nate. Yeah, it, I think this goes into that category of like interesting effect. But I fail to see in what world I want my opponent to be drawing. The card that I just picked. The only time I would ever play this is like if I'm able to discover lethal somehow, you know. But I, it's so so fringe that I'm not even going to score it fringe. Like it's a one. That brings us to Spirit Healer. Spirit Healer is a five mana three six minion that reads: After you cast a holy spell, give a random friendly minion. Plus two health. Give me four mana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four mana, sorry. Uh, four mana, three, six. We've got a lot of paladin holy interactions, which is kind of cool. Um, I can see this seeing play in holy paladin and standard, but we're not reviewing for standard. This is wild... One. It's got to be a one for me. Yeah, unfortunately. This is also going to be a one for me. It seems like a bit of a waste of an epic. So, one. Uh, Yeah. Holy shit, this card sucks. One. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I couldn't help you. I had, I had to. Come on. It's garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I'm this... so glad this review... We're getting to the end of it, but th that card is bad. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's it's not good. I don't. It's bad. It's a one. That brings us to Baron's Blacksmith. Baron's Blacksmith is a five mana three five. With frenzy, give your other minions plus two plus two. Baron's Blacksmith has some really good possibilities in Warrior, in particular, with Sourfang. I don't think that that's going to be a particularly meta deck, but it is going to be off meta and it's going to be played. So it's going to be played in the fringes. It's going to be a two for me. What do you think, Hydra? I think that it's got a decent bud on it with the five health. So it's most likely going to take two things to trade into it and it's going to buff your other stuff. However, they could probably play around that by killing off your other minions first. So, one. Oh, I'm coming in swinging. We're putting this at a four. Going with the other, with the other card. Um, and also with Overlord in my uh, new Frenzy deck. I'm excited for it. Could also activate this with, um, you know, Risky Skipper. I could also activate it um, with, I'm losing the name. Is it Blood Razor? Four mana weapon, Battle Cry, and Death Rattle. I just yeah. see a lot of applications. Go ahead, Nate. Yeah, I struggle with this one. I mean, it, it it's, feels powerful, but it feels like a lot of steps to activate. And yeah. so, I mean, I'm giving it a one. If if I'm like, dude, I would be pleasantly surprised if, if it's good. Um, 
I like, I like playing new stuff. So I, I just I struggle with how it's going to work because you got to have a whole board. Um, but you know, if you've, if you've got a board and you whirlwind, like before you attack, uh, you know, there's going to be some OTK potential here. There's just, I feel like it requires a lot of setup, which is what I worry about. Mike is going to play it with Scour Scourge Lord Garrosh. He's oh, going to make that, that. That's the only reason why I'm giving it two stars because Mike's going to play it and, and make it that, like fringe enough. There's, there's potential. I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know about Scourge Lord. I don't. I actually don't like that card. All right. All right. <laughs> I know some other warrior players like it. I don't. Yeah. That brings us to Primordial Protector, which is an eight mana six six elemental minion hmm. with battle cry. Draw your highest cost spell. Summon a random minion with the same cost. Yo, do you like Spiteful Summoner? Because this is Spiteful Summoner, but with a draw, it's more expensive. But you actually get that, and you get the, the, the Spiteful Summoner effect. I think mm -hmm. that Primordial Protector may actually take the place of spiteful summoner in some of those kinds of decks originally i was looking at like a a, a big spell mage um with primordial protector uh kind of like in that slot uh it's way overcosted is the problem like yeah it's mm -hmm. eight mana for a six six elemental and whatever cost that you actually draw it's just it's not good I'm gonna go two just because I'm really excited about like the the trolled-in videos that it's gonna gonna cause, but it's 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 not great. <laughs> what do you think, Hydra? Yeah, I think its biggest problem is that big number eight at the top. It costs way too much. It's got a cool effect. I really like it, but this is wild, and you're gonna wait all game to do something like this. So, like, what do you? I don't know. I don't like it. You could fill your deck full of board clears and stuff till you get to this point, but it's it just seems too slow. But someone will make it fun, so I'll make it fringe too. Speaking of fringe, in the most smallest universe, you play this, you draw your pocket galaxy, and the next turn you draw that Mordred, blast everybody for ten. But that'll never happen. So go ahead, Nate. I'll give it a two. <laughs> yeah, I give it a two. Also, I mean, uh, like. Like you guys said, you compare with Spiteful Summoner. I actually don't know if drawing the spell is a good thing because, like, say a Spiteful deck, you don't want to draw your spells because Spiteful needs to look at those in order to create the minion. And so if this is pulling it out, like, I almost want to leave it in. I mean, there's pros and cons, and I don't really want to get into them. I think it's it's fringe. Like, And, and do we run them in the same deck? Yeah, maybe. Um, but I, I don't know how good it would be so yeah no i just give it a two and move on i think cool that brings us into the legendaries with mancrick mancrick is a three mana three four minion with battle cry help mancrick find his wife she was last seen somewhere in your deck so it puts the uh olga mancrick's wife into your deck um which right now does not have a cost um uh, of course it's ca cast when drawn so you typically won't be paying the cost uh, but the devs have said that it will uh, have a, a big three in the top left, uh, just in case someone finds it with Thought Steel or something like that. 
Um, so cast when drawn, summon a 310 Mancrick, who immediately attacks the enemy hero. Um, and that token has a big old five in the top left. And of course, like it said earlier, is a 310. Uh, I love the flavor of Mancrick, um, especially uh, hearing my friends who have played WoW and how this is like a, a kind of rite of passage quest in WoW. Um, never really played well myself but you know I, I can respect that especially you know being what the card game comes from um am i ever going to actually play mancrick though like in, in a wild deck i'm going to go with two just because the flavor is so good but like i, I don't think we're ever actually going to be you know properly running it what do you think hydra yeah, I think for three cost, you get a ridiculous amount of stats. It's a big pile of stats. Uh, doesn't all happen at once, but it's 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 a lot. I mean, who knows? They're probably just going to ignore the thing when, when it when it comes out, right? Like, I'm just gonna I'm not going to invest ten attack into killing this thing when I can put all that ten attack face. So yeah, pile of stats. I'll give it a two because it's a pile of stats. Yeah, I was going to give it a three. Um, for me, I, I could see it being played in some odd decks by people who just like to play different cards at different points in time. Three attack coming out going face. Hey, there's a lot of times where you, you know, you're off, you want off lethal. So I'll give it a three. Yeah. So my question is when, when this shuffles into your deck, um, can you play cards like, um, uh stowaway to like pull it out yeah yep and yep. so i i give this a four like i think that there's there's some crazy swing potential here where you know you can shadow step uh man Crick, you can shuffle more copies like you can you can do your whole um you know stowaway thing like there's there's some i you know is it going to be like meme potential or does it uh you know, I don't know, but having it go face seems great. And if I can shuffle yeah. lots of copies of things going face, and at mm -hmm. the end of the day, it's a th it's like at the very worst, it's a three mana three four. Uh, and later on, it's a three mana three ten for free. Um, so I don't know. I you know, I what I'm waiting for is for someone to break this card, and it won't be me. It's going to be Clark probably, or uh, you know some other combo combo player. Um, but I think that there's some crazy swing potential in, in this. If the, the uh, token that went into your deck was um, like the token itself and not the, the cast when drawn spell, then lady in white would break this, but mm. it's, the, oh, it's a God, spell. It'd be a and, ten -ten. Right. But that, that's not how it, it no, it's cause be. it's the five. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, it'd be uh, like sick and amazing, and you know, not great. But yeah, you could play this with the uh, you could play this with the mist collar, and you could play this with that other uh, what is that paladin spell or whatever that buffs all your everything. Oh yeah, the four right? mana new one. <laughs> all right, that brings us to Blade Master Samuro. That brings uh, which is a four mana one six minion with rush. And Frenzy, deal damage equal to this minion's attack to all enemy minions. 
I love seeing Rush with Frenzy. Let's go. <laughs> like that in and of itself, I think, has Blade Master Samuro being at the very minimum a three. That said, I don't think that it's a whole lot higher than that for Wild in particular. You can hand buff it. You can buff it on your board. I'm just not exactly sure what we're going to like kind of combo it with to to make it like in a meta deck itself. Maybe Lady in White, which we were talking about before. Uh, but yeah, Samuro will be a three for me. What do you think, Hydra? It seems like, yeah, you got to work to buff this thing so that it, it you know, has a, a good effect. It just has only one uh, area effect damage at first. So, I don't know. It doesn't seem like great to me unless you work hard to make it better. And I prefer to do other things. I'm going to give it a two. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, um, for as much as this cast loves to go face, this card trades. So, I give it a two. <laughs> Yeah, I give it a two as well. Like, if if the attack was higher, I'd get you know I'd rate it really high. Like the effect is super cool. The but like in what world is this a like an actual four mana card? Because you've got to buff it somehow in order to get like a good effect. And so whether that's hand buff or whether that's play this and then buff it and then attack. Like, I mean, I don't know. Four. I mean, four mana one six rush. It isn't bad, but it, 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 the other question that I ask is like, Hey, what do I take out of, you know, to fit this in or, or what is this like, where does this go? You know? So I don't know. I mean, that's potential God, The animation's super cool. So, you know, whatever we'll see if someone's find some cool way to break it, then I'll be playing the diamond version of it. Like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> there but, you go. All right. That brings us to Kazakis Golem Shaper. Kazakis is just like the, the original OG Kazakis. It's a 4-mana 3-3. Three, three. This one has the battle cry. If your deck has no 4-cost cards, build a custom golem. So uh, the custom golem has three steps. The first one, of course, is choosing a 1, 5, or 10, just like the original Kazakis. This one has them being minions instead of uh, spells. So the one mana minion is a 1-1. One, one. The five mana minion is a 5-5. Five, five. The 10 mana minion is a 10-10. Ten, ten. Step two discovers your first herb. Uh, the uh, one herb gives rush, one gives taunt, divine shield, lifesteal, stealth, and poisonous. Those are the options for the first one. So it's a discover. So of those six effects, you see three of them. You discover one from that. Step three is discovering your second herb. So uh, one of those gives your minions plus one, plus one in the one mana version, plus two, plus two in the five mana version, or plus four, plus four in the 10 mana version. Uh, then is Grom's Blood, summon a copy of this, and is Ice Cat, uh, freeze a minion, the uh, one mana is one minion, five mana is two minions, ten mana is all enemy minions. Then uh, Fire Bloom, deal three damage to a random uh, enemy minion. Uh, so five mana is two of them, ten mana is all enemy minions, so it's always three damage. Then uh, Mage Royal, which is spell damage, 
Uh, one mana is one spell damage. Five mana is two spell damage. Ten mana is four spell damage. Don't know why you'd have that one. <laughs> King's Blood is a battle cry. Draw one, two, or four cards corresponding with the mana. And that's it. So just like OG Kazakus, there's a lot of different possibilities with that one to kind of tailor to fit your specific situation. Um, the ask for this one is just that your deck has no four mana or four cost cards, right? Um, that could be easy or that could be hard depending on what the rest of your deck wants to do. We talked about a lot of really cool four-cost cards today. Um, I think that the uh, effect is super powerful, but I also think that this is going to be most powerful in Standard. Now, this is a new Legendary. Everyone's going to want to play it originally, so I, I, I'm not going to you know, go as low as one. I don't think that I can go as high as four at all. So obviously I'm looking at two or three. I'm going to go three just because everyone loves Kazakus and, and you know, wants to, to to play it. But that's kind of being generous. It, it, it's a two or three. I'm, I'm going to go with three. What do you think, Hydra? Yeah, I struggle between two and three as well. I think two doesn't quite do this card justice just because it does so much and it is quite versatile. Like... I love choosing between 1, 5, and 10, uh, depending on where you are in the game. If you're on 5 mana, you pick that 1 so that you can do something right now. Uh, or you can pick a 5 for something later on, or maybe you're crazy and you're going for a 10 mana one. Like It, it, it depends on where, where you're at. I think it's very versatile. I don't know if it's going to slot into meta decks. People are going to try it, but it's definitely a playable good card. So I go with a 3. How about you, Mike? I really don't like this card that much for the wild meta. When I get the golem and I look at all the combinations and possibilities, I'm just going to be like, why did I spend all that time creating these golems and they got destroyed? <laughs> so I honestly, no shock factor or nothing like that. I just look, I rate this card very low. Like I want to say one, but two, like I, I just don't like it. What do you think, Nate? Yeah, I give it a two as well. I think it'll be pretty good in standard. Uh, I mean, it's definitely like a value engine and it's versatile, but it requires a build around and uh, there's really good four mana cards in just about every deck. And so I don't want it like in my Reno decks or whatever, like I don't want to stick this in. I've got good four mana cards. Um, and so, like, uh, like the other Kazakas, like OG, yeah. OG Kazakas is just better, uh, a lot better. I'm not saying that this is trash. Like it's, it's not bad. I just feel like this is the standard card. Uh, yeah. the mm -hmm. art is super rad. The effect is it, it can be strong. I just don't think it's, uh, right for us. So, yeah. you know, all right. That brings us to Shadow Hunter Vol'jin. Shadow Hunter Vol'jin, as you probably already know, is a five mana, three six minion with Battle Cry. Choose a, a minion, swap it with a random one in its owner's hand. Uh, so I said, like you probably already know, because 
we already have this card. This is like yeah. uh, Vargoth before it. Um, you know, the one that we got to to play around with before the rest of the set dropped. And we've been seeing a decent amount of Sh Shadow Hunter Vol'jin. Be it in Hecathune yeah, decks, yeah. you know, be it in, in uh, different disruption decks. Uh, Highlander decks play this a lot. It's really versatile and and great. And it's in meta decks. But I'm not sure how much of that is just because it's new and we can play around with it. You know, obviously the, the Mechathune implications uh, notwithstanding, right? Um, so I'm going to go three just because we're we're probably still going to see this, particularly with Mechathune, but I'm not sure how much we're going to see this kind of at once the novelty factor has you know, effectively worn off. Strong effect, especially since you can uh, do your own combos with this, like Mechathune or, or Malagos. Uh, and as well as disrupt your opponent, but um, you know, it, it's got very kind of edge play, but not like that off-meta type situation. So solid three for me. What do you think, Hydra? Yeah, I think that while we do see it in meta decks, which gives it a four, I do think it may peter off. So I think that I would agree with you that that for me is going to put it at a three. Great card. I don't know if we'll be seeing it forever. So, three. Yeah, this card's been on for a while. The fastest review is it's three. Uh, yeah, for me, I don't know. I'll give it a two. I think that I like the disruption, but I see very limited value in the wild meta with it. Um, you know, it's really good in Mechathune. It's, uh, in fact, I think I lost to it the other day. So, it's, yeah. you know, th there's there's potential but if i'm gonna wanting to play disruption i'll probably will play other cards instead so i don't know i mean there's potential but i feel like it's i would call it fringe so the two seems the appropriate score to me that brings us to the final card of the review which is cargal battle scar which is a seven mana five five minion with battle cry Summon a 5-5 five, five Lookout for each watch post you summon this game. Uh, the Lookouts are all just 5-mana five 5-5s, five no taunt, no, no other kind of tech. So it's a whole lot of stats depending on how many watch posts you've summoned. So you don't have to play them. You, kind of, you can have summoned them with a Call to Arms or anything like that. This is the payoff card that we get for playing the other watch posts of the three. One of them is actively good and the other two are meh. As such, I'm going to give Cargol Battle Scar a two. Uh, this is definitely a standard card. It'll be fun to kind of like play around with whenever, you know, everything originally hits. But uh, th this is not for us. This is for standard. What do you think, Hydra? I'm only going to be playing one of these watch posts and I don't even know how long that maybe I'm going to be playing it. So I I don't think I'm going to run a whole deck around this and I don't think people in wild in general are going to. So I personally think it's so fringe that I'm going to give it a one, even though it fills your board. So what? They don't have taunt. One. Yo, this card Cargol bad scar battle scar oh. is bad bad <laughs> b a d why in the actual hell would you pay seven mana for a bunch of minions that do not defend you 
that do not give rush, that do not have life steal, I'm all set. Gigantic one. Yeah, I give it a one as well. And my my reasoning just said that watch posts suck, and I you know it's good flavor. I like the the art is cool. You know, this dude is a giant, and uh, you know it's 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 neat, but I. I'm not going to be playing any of the watch posts because they're not good enough. And like Mike said, this guy, he doesn't really do anything. Like even if you manage to summon a full board, they don't, you know, there's no rush. There's no taunt. There's no whatever. I mean, I'll be playing this for achievement points, but that's about yeah. it. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. All right. Wow. You guys, uh, well, we did it quicker than last time. Seven hours, 17 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good insight good insight good reviews though yeah yep. i think so too yeah. i think so too hard agree awesome aside from you know i think it's fun and funny to poke fun at the time but aside from that we do have like a dedicated base of people who listen to us and it doesn't matter if you take like, what we say like you know serious or not if you're gonna apply it to your games but like with the four of us here and all the classes we cover and all the players who play this format and listen to us i think we can like cover a lot of stuff. And I think when people listen to this, they can have some takeaways. And with it being broken up into classes, Nate does beautifully. People who are, you know, masters of that certain class can go to that section and listen to that review. So when it's broken up, it isn't seen at, you know, at seven hours, but I think it's a good thing. We all get to put our insight on different plays and, and um, applications. Absolutely. Well yeah, absolutely. Rock and roll, you guys. Already have our top cards um, on that uh, second uh, tab of that spreadsheet. Oh. So if you go to eSheep.city slash B2BW Forged. So number one is Wicked Stab. There's a three way tie for number two, which is da- Scabs Cutter Butter, Firemancer Flurgle, and Tasman Rome. Then we've got a two-way tie for number five, which is Refreshing Spring Water and Conviction. Then we've got multiple ones tied for seven. That is Celestial Alignment, Ruined Orb, Knight of Anointment, and Cannon Master Smith. Oh, and one more, uh, Lush Water Mercenary. Mercenary. Yeah, Mercenary. Mm-hmm. And then rounding out our top... Uh, tied for 12 are Wildfire, Varden Dawngrasp, Sword of the Fallen, Nightwatch Commander, Outriders Axe, and Overlord Sourfang. Sweet. Awesome. Right. Awesome. I will see how this goes. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's always right. fun to look back. Like, in fact, it may be fun to do a quick little bonus episode looking back at our top 15 of the last time and see how close we were, uh, you know, and what, what we called and what we missed. And I think Sheep has a couple of success stories there. I don't know about the rest of us, but I'll, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, hope you guys stay tuned. Join us next week. We're having our Forge in the Barons lore episode with Goliath the Dwarf so we can get into the backstory of some of these fun characters, and that should be a lot of fun. And then after that, uh, we will have these cards and it will be business as usual with a new meta and some new guests and should be lots of fun. Uh, Sheep, thank you so First much for, again, putting together these the sheets and, and for 
hanging out with us today. It's always great to have you on. Um, you. And I yeah. always appreciate when you bring those spreadsheets. Yep. <laughs> it's always a blast. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Mike, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for, for everything. Hyder, thank you for being here. Um, and uh, we will see you all next week on a new episode of Born to be Wild. Bye. Yeah. Job's done. Job's done. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.